Hey, Bob. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm driving up to the Big B, Dallas. Oh, are you in the Madden van? The Madden bus? Is it up? Uh, I got my Brandon Whedon jersey on, and, uh, yeah. Excited for a cowboy fever. Headed up in the old F-150? No, rent a car. Oh, you rent a car? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I'm driving a Kia. I haven't yeah, seen many so Kia commercials on the. Uh, I haven't seen many Kia commercials during the uh, football game so far. Mostly just FanDuel and DraftKings. Yeah, yeah, it's going crazy. Yeah, I, I, I need a new Matthew McConaughey, uh, one of the original Lincoln one. His new one's just him being super cool. I need one where he's just driving through Austin or LA, just. Reflecting on life, I just need a uh, Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercial to to lift me up. What about you? Yeah, yeah, those are definitely the best uh, commercials by him. These new ones of him just riding around like a creep with his slick back hair, going into the yeah. well, it looks like he's headed into like a wife swap or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> that, yeah, stuff going on. I like when he pauses for like two seconds before he hits the uh, start engine button, like you peep and saw. That's that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> so first day of fall today. Does it uh, feel like fall in Texas? Because I know we certainly flipped the switch up here in Maine. No, it's still 95. Hot as can be down here. Uh, we're, well, we've got at least two or three more weeks of pure summer, and then. Usually mid-October, it'll start to cool down to the 70s, maybe, low 80s. Oh, I love so, it, though. For Friday Night Lights, about how many how many games have all the local high schools played at this point? Uh, they're in, I think this will be either week four or week five, although week one, there really isn't too many games. It's kind of like college football, where they play a few special games. So I think most of them have played three games, uh, and then... Um, yeah, this coming Friday night will be game number four. Nice. Well, uh, week two of the YFL is in the books, and while it's probably too soon to jump to some conclusions, I think it's I think it's time to ask some big questions. Like, is the Chicken's Dynasty finally over? Is it officially over with the uh, loss to the Beans this weekend? Was it a change in the guard? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. It's it's bittersweet. I think the league is great when the chickens are the supreme villain. Uh, Nick can do his strut his walk. Mike can do all the talk. It's good for the league. I hate it, but it's good. Uh, I feel like the chicken dynasty has been around since like 2003. Uh, but I I think the the beans slayed that dragon this weekend. Uh, Drew Brees didn't scare me at all. There's no Jimmy Graham. He had, like, two catches Sunday night. Andre Johnson on Monday night, I wasn't scared at all about that. Um, it just, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think he can bounce back from this. I think the chicken fantasy is definitely over. And, you know, the I think the break, Blake Bortles 
era is going to start sooner or later, maybe even this week. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on on the mighty chickens? Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, with Breeze coming right back to earth this year and whatnot, and Jimmy Graham being a non-factor, and Andre Johnson looking like he's playing in a wheelchair out there. He's, he's, he's the Colts' fourth best receiver. Yeah, but probably. You know, it's, I'd say it's over, but I, I just, I don't know. It, it's just, before we get too much into it, but it just, that dynasty was incredible. How they yeah. got more titles, I don't know. But they dominated the league for 12 years, 10 wins a year, just book it. It was incredible. I don't even know if we'll see this again in our lifetimes in the YFL. Maybe one or two other teams would get put together like this, you know, in the yeah. 50 years that we got. But it was an incredible run. You got to tip your hat to them. You know, Mike built one hell of a roster back in, like, 2001, 2002, 2003, and it carried him for a long time. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he did a great job. Nick, Nick maintained it. I mean, he got that. Who will ever forget that LaShawn McCoy uh, uh, trade? Um, I can't remember the name of the guy I traded for. He's not even in the league anymore. Felix Jones. Uh, Felix Jones, yeah. Uh, and then the the trade that will haunt me forever is uh, Drew Brees and, uh, for Phillip Rivers. And, you got of course, you got Jimmy Graham out of that trade, too, I think. Um, that really was a yeah, monumental trade. When he pulled off that deal to with the Llamas and just put Jimmy Graham and Breeze on, because the Llamas were just ripping up, you know, ripping up division titles year after year. They won like four or five in a row with Breeze. Mm-hmm. And then when they made that move, it was just, it finally put them over the top. You, as we just talked about year after year, they were just scoring, you know, 700 points a year, but no titles. And then they made that move and that was it. They just, they were unbeatable. You go, you go yeah. there, they could go up twenty. They could go, up, you know, just breezing grand playing in the one o'clock. They go up thirty nothing on you in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, the landscape of the YFL is has definitely changed. It's really evident. We by already in week two. I think this is going to be a crazy year. Uh, I think the goal is just to make the playoffs. I think once once. The playoffs start. It's going to be crazy. Like a, I could see a bully type run, like last year to the Super Bowl. Uh, everybody's got a chance. I, I think the Beans. I wouldn't be surprised if the Beans make a run once they get healthy. Uh, the, the Bear Poop are, are looking good with Brady. The Refugees might have the league MVP in Gronkowski. We'll talk more about that in a minute. A minute. But what's your uh, uh, view on the landscape of the WFSL right now? I got a couple more things on the chickens while we're still, while we're still on them. We'll swing around oh, that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, do you think Nick is mentally prepared to join the rest of the league and, you know, view the rest of us and have an average to below average quarterback? You know, he's always preached you got to have the elite quarterback to win this league, but as you know, there's usually only three or four elite quarterbacks in the NFL at any given time. Well, don't, yeah, I can't count Nick out yet. Uh, there's some good backup quarterbacks out there. I mean, he hasn't put an offer for Big Ben yet. Uh, that could be one movie makes. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, well, not anymore with Romo injured. 
And don't forget about Cam Newton. Cam Newton has sat on the bench, bench for how many years now? No way. I mean, he's... Uh, he looks your like fifth he's year on the bench. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm making Brian offer for, for him. If, you know, if my quarterbacks are Drew Brees and Blake Bortles. But uh, uh, don't count out me. Don't no rise from the dead. Oh, yeah, I'm not counting them out. I just, I'm just, I'm excited to see him, uh, you know, play like the way the rest of us, you know, had to play and then realize it's not as yeah. easy as he thinks to get an elite quarterback. Um, yeah, he's, he's going to have to, he's going to have to part ways probably with either Lynch or McCoy if he's going to get an elite quarterback like that. I don't know if he's willing to do that, but I think that's what it's going to have to take. Well, I don't know how much people will value Lynch with, you know, Always got a back issue. He was going to retire last year until they coughed up $15 million. Now, he's near the end, and they got trouble coming to town this week with the Dragons. You know, they, they could be winless after the first three weeks of the season. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, back to where, where you were addressing things. Um, it's been a pretty crazy start to the season. You know, I... Going into it, we were making our picks, you know. We thought the Tangs and Llamas would be just battling out in the AFC East. Instead, we have the Bear and the Refugees sitting at 2-0 and each. Just, it's incredible. Yeah, so who do, who do the Bear have beside? They have Brady and Edelman, right? Brady and Edelman, you get old, reliable Heath Miller. Then they have T.Y. Hilton, I believe, Alfred Morris. TJ Yeldon, and then maybe James Jones is still on the team? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a pretty solid lineup. Uh, the funny is, you know, two weeks ago we thought that was the first possible lineup you could trot out there. And now you look at it and you're like, hey, you can win with that. You can win with that. Yeah, he'll run into trouble against the refugees just because Gronk will probably cancel out Brady. But... The way Brady's playing right now, the way the Patriots are playing, Edelman, uh, Brady's going to be in the MVP discussion, and uh, I think he's going to have another another great year. Um, I think the Bears are going to be right in there the rest of the season. Uh, I don't think I don't think this is a fluke. I think I could definitely see them nine and four, eight and five, making the playoffs. Wow, yeah, it definitely helps with the uh, all these injuries and suspensions the Tanks have. That that team's toast. I mean, you'll yeah. be able to get that team to six wins at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cameron um, Hill and Bryant, you know, it's just not as scary as Romo and Bryant. So, you know, well, Martavius versus Dez, obviously. But All right. What about what about Colin Kaepernick on the rest? He had quite the game. I, I thought he was done. I thought he was RG3, 2.0. He's bounced back, and he looks like he's going to be a fantasy uh, contributor again. Do you, do you think he'll keep this up, or, or is Ryan or is Aceto should he be looking at Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, uh, I haven't seen a San Francisco game yet, so can't really comment on Kaepernick too much. I've heard he's really improved his footwork and whatnot in the off season. He really worked hard at it, and you know he's shown some improvement. But Osio needs is a, a six or a twelve here and there out of him, and as long as he's got Gronk, he's just going to keep he's just going to keep winning games. Gronk's the yeah. biggest in the league. Just 
you know, if you get a guy that can go out there at a tight end position and have score your competition by 18 every week, you're going to be in a pretty yeah. good position to win. I mean, there's, I mean, tight ends this year with no Julius Thomas is pretty much Garonk and Kelsey, right? I can't think of another tight end that's even going to come close to those guys with Jimmy Graham, Martellus yeah. Bennett, yeah, those guys are definitely Thomas, the car. Yeah, and he's got both of them. Yeah, I mean, there's a cream of the crop that they, there has been almost like a, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, the, a lot of other tight ends have kind of been performing pretty good through two weeks. You know, Ebron's got 14 points, and I think Rudolph's got eight, and, you know, you look around the league, and there's just a bunch of guys that, like, had pretty good starts. Like, Tyler Eifert, he's got a couple, three touchdowns already. The buddies had, Austin Severus Jenkins with a fast start until he got injured. Yeah, so waiting, waiting after two touchdowns. Yeah, a lot of the tight ends are playing really good right now. So, you know, they're trying to come back. There's, there's no growth, though, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just so depressed about how good the Patriots are. I, I was really questioning their roster going into the season, and they, they watched that Bills game, and they just, Destroyed the Bills. Uh, I, I think they're going to go fourteen and two, maybe even better if they if they have a chip on their shoulder, which it appears they do. So, uh, yeah, they're always the injury. Gronk gets hurt, Edelman gets hurt, and they do take a lot of hits. Gronk and Edelman, geez, I don't. It's amazing they stay healthy. Yeah. So yeah, Edelman just keeps his body around. It's, it's He's going to miss a few games at some point here. And then we'll we'll see what they're made of at that point. Then they'll probably just start running the ball, though. My man, Deion Lewis, though. Oh, no, I can't believe he stayed on the field after coughing up the ball twice. If that was for I me, couldn't believe that either. I was like, oh, man, he's, he, I won't see him until, again until week seven. And then he was right back out there. So thank you, Mr. Uh, Phil Belichick, for having faith in my man, Deion Lewis. I initially wonder if he just, the only reason he stuck with him was because Rex Ryan said, I don't know who that guy is, I don't need to worry about whatever his name is. Just, uh, yeah. I don't him. think it was, but I think it's just, I mean, Brandon Bolden is not very good, and uh, I don't know if they have another pass-catching running back. I mean, I think he had to stick with Deion Lewis. Yeah. Oh, boy. Looking out around the rest of the league, uh, which, which 0-2 team do you think can recover and make the playoffs? you got the Llamas, Tangs, Thugs, and Boys. Uh, in, the the NFL, two. in the NFL, if you start 0-2, you only have an 11% chance of making the playoffs. I have no idea what it is in the NFL. Yeah, that'll be a fun fact for John to spend three or four hours researching and post on <laughs> Not the Thugs, two one-point losses. Uh, I just, I mean, it. So the Thugs loss this week was not as hard because I was happy that Jets played well. I wanted a garbage time touchdown of the luck, didn't get it. Lost the buddies. I hate losing to the buddies. It's usually because Darren Sproles beats me this time. It was Justin Tucker and good old Peyton Manning. Uh, so it won't be the Thugs. It's been decimated. Uh, the Llamas. I think can do it, but I mean, the, the refugees in there already with a two-game lead, that's going to be tough for them to catch up. 
Uh, the boys, did Chris pick the wrong quarterback again this week? Uh, yes. If he'd go with Dalton, he would be even. Well, actually, I don't know, because would Dalton have, like, 18? He'd actually, yeah. I was mad because I think once, uh, let's see, the Mallards are down three, they won by seven, so, yeah, even if he'd gone with Dalton, he would have lost by one, I think. So, uh, the pass this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. The boy, I, that was a magical run they had last year. I don't know if the boys can do it. Uh, I, I'll stick with the the, the llamas. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'd say the llamas have the best shot at at overcoming that O and T start. They're getting Levy and Bell back this week. There's you know twelve points a week. He's going to get in his lineup. Has he been starting Matt Jones? Matt Jones is in there for this week. Um, he was a favorite of ours going into the draft, and uh, I was one pick away from him. Yep. I so said that took Charles Johnson, Matt Jones, to Charles Johnson. That's, that's so Demarco Murray, Demarco Murray pulled his hamstring today. He's healthy, and the Eagles get that on track. He's going to be having, he's going to be trying out Matt Jones, Murray, and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So we're going to see Murray. Uh, get it going here. I don't know about the, against the Jets defense this week, but uh, he's got to get it going. They'll get him involved somehow. they got to throw him pretty fast or something. But he's really having a hard time running out of the shotgun. So I guess uh, I'm definitely disappointed to see that, you know, with, like the Deans having 124 points and the Brothers 123. Like the Lama's only at 77 points at this point. And, you know, I, I just don't think they're getting enough out of Bridgewater. It's probably time to call John and get Big Ben in there if they really want to make a run at this thing. Yeah, Big Big Ben. I mean, he's right up there with Brady. I mean, he's gonna pass for 300 yards a game and probably throw three or four touchdowns a game. Uh, that their offense is tough. I mean, yeah, I know I'm that, definitely so, uh, thinking about it with the Merrymen. You know, every time Stafford goes out there and takes another helmet to the chest and walk up the field all bloody. I'm definitely thinking maybe I need to be getting you're, up here. Well, if you're John or Ryan, do you do, do you say yes to this trade? Matt Jones for Big Ben straight up. Uh, I think it's a yes for both of them. I mean, they should, they should do that trade. Yeah, I, I think so. So, um, is it too soon? Do you think it's too soon to consider some of these first round picks from the draft of bust? Yes, way too soon. Who, who are you considering a bust? Oh, let me look. DJ Anderson? DJ Anderson would be one. <laughs> He's clearly hurt, and the, the, the Denver offensive line blows. They're so bad. Yeah. Yeah. How's anyone supposed to get any going, and then. Yeah, I think Nelson Aguilar has been a bit of a disappointment, but I mean that whole Eagles defense, the offense has been terrible. Yeah. Devin Funches, he hasn't done, I don't even know if he has caught a pass. I didn't, I didn't even have him graded in my first round, so, um, I wasn't surprised to see him struggling. Let's see what he's got. Yeah, he's got 24 yards receiving so far this year. Yeah, but, I mean, I do like, Philip Dorsett. I watched him on Monday night. That guy is fast. Yeah, he's oh, good. Out, 
Moncrief, Hilton, and Dorset, those three wide sets. I don't know any defense that's going to be able to cover those three guys. They're, they're lightning fast. Bringing Andre Johnson out there just, you know, it's, it slows them down. They should save Johnson for the red zone and let those guys just do their thing with luck. Uh, Dorset, I think Nick's Nick got himself a receiver there. I don't think he'll do anything until next year, but I, I really yeah, like that. I'm pretty like, disappointed. Uh, I was really disappointed when he took him one pick ahead of me. So I've, I've definitely been happy with Kevin Coleman. At least until he yeah. got ribs. Yeah. So the running backs have been great in the first round. Abdullah, Coleman, even he held him, been good. Uh, Melvin Gordon, right? Yeah, he's a, yeah, so hopefully, great. We'll hopefully get to see uh, Gurley soon. Uh, Matt Jones has been, been awesome, so... Uh, the running backs have been great. The receivers, I think, it's probably too early. Uh, who's the Titans one? Doral Green Beckham. I think he caught a TD. This yeah, he had a touchdown, but he, he's just not getting any snaps. I don't, I don't really know why. Especially yeah, when he was strong in the. Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, like the Titans, they couldn't even move the ball last weekend. Yeah, you know, why don't you trot out Doral Green Beckham to see what he can do? The game's obviously a lost cause. Yeah. Yeah, Jalen Strong somehow in O'Brien, Coach O'Brien's uh, doghouse down here in Houston. So I haven't really got to see him play much, but uh, yeah, he'll get out there. Yeah, I think the jury's still out on some of these wide receivers. Do you uh, do you think this year we might we might see a non-quarterback win the MVP? Yes, Gronk. I think Gronk has got to be the front runner at this point. Yeah, uh, I mean, Brady, Brady, Gronk. Uh, 2006. 2006 was the last time we had a non-quarterback win the, the MVP. Was it Amon Green? LaDainian Tomlinson, when he had about 220-something points, or some crazy number. Yeah, I always felt Peyton Hillis should have won it that year, the Suns won in 11, I think it was. He had to just monitor yeah. the year. There's no way I would have even made the playoffs without him, but uh, I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers won it that year, maybe. Um, yeah, there's definitely some bias in the league that just goes, they just like to give it to the highest scoring player. When I think sometimes you got to see what other guy really made an impact on the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting someone else. So there's Brady, Gronk, someone else. Um, I was thinking before the call, going to be an MVP discussion. Uh, Antonio uh, Brown. Definitely. Yeah, it could be Antonio Brown. Oh, I was thinking Julio Jones on the Beans at the Beans. You know, when that division, I could see uh, Julio. He is just playing on another level right now. I just, oh, know, he's, been, he's, been, he's been incredible. But So, I got a question for you about Julio Jones. Now, do you, so, the Beans are off his hot two-round start. You still got the brothers right behind you by one game. The chickens are lurking in the shadows. Do you think all of a sudden you've entered your window to win now? Or do you still think it's a couple of years down the road? Because if so, I, I'm going to kind of propose a trade. I'm not really proposing it, but I would just ask if you would make this move if it was available. Well, I need to know if, if you think you're kind of like in a win, you're ready to win now. Um, um, right now, I, I'm, I think the team's good enough to make the playoffs. I've got uh, not much depth 
uh, Deshaun Jackson injury is killing me. Then Alshon Jeffrey not playing this week is another killer. I really didn't expect to beat the chicken this week because the teams were, I mean, were just really thin. I started Robert Woods. I got a touchdown out of Robert Woods. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I'm thin right now. I'm just hoping everybody gets healthy, and then I'll see what I'm made of. If um, you know, if I'm four and two, four and three at the halfway mark, I'll make a run for it. I make make a trade. I'm not gonna blow up the team for this year though, so I'm not gonna make some. So, this is this crazy. is what I I was out to dinner with John the other night. We were just kicking ideas around and. uh I was I threw this one out there and he he actually thought it was a decent idea. Was, so the, you know the Beans and Vinny are just you know with Mario being a rookie and uh, still a couple of years away. Like and the Mallards are clearly in a win now mode. Would you ever consider like a Mike Evans for Julio Jones trade? Get five years younger as a receiver for a guy who's probably going to be just as good. Um, possibly. Um. I just like having a short thing at Julio Jones. I got, you know, Evan. I mean, Evans is great too. I just got to see his chemistry with with Winston. Uh, I I'd probably stay the course of Julio, um, just because I think he's right now just entering his prime. I think he's 26 years old. I think he'll probably have five solid seasons in front of him. I really want to build around Mariota, Hyde, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and the. Uh, Julio, I think that gives you a know, really solid foundation, so I'm a little hesitant to break it up, but I, I, I've researched Evan for Julio trade, but yeah. I, I don't know if I, I'd do it. Um, so we're going gonna, gonna to get to some over-unders here, but first I got a, uh, I got a good little story, and, and I want to know what your thoughts are on this. So John received an email, you know, month or two ago, and someone offered to buy LiveToSell.com for $150. <laughs> they want to own they want to own the domain name. So John was like, you know, no thank you, it's not for sale. And a week or two goes by, and he gets an email from this guy again. He's like, I'd really like to buy this domain name. I'll give you $300. So John writes back once again, I'm really sorry, you know, it's just not for sale, you know, yada, yada, yada. Well, the guy writes back one more time and offers John $500, says that's as high as he can go, and you, but he would really like to own the domain name. So i got to ask you, at what point should John say yes and just move the league to a different, uh, a different you know, domain name? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think I would start considering it in the thousands. Uh, John put so much time and effort. You know, if he could take a thousand dollars and, you know, do something with that, he, you know, he, he deserves it. I just, anything under a thousand dollars, I don't think it's, it's worth it. I mean, it's going to be a website we have for the rest of our lives. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, so. What, what were you thinking? What's your number? I'd probably start heavily considering it at about ten thousand. But it's, wow, you know, I'm 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 thinking if you know, let's say this guy goes to a thousand. You know, John, you tried to figure out what this could be for, but you know, maybe there's some company that could be like on the cusp of 
be in some big company and he might be able to get a hundred grand or some insane number. You know? Yeah. So I say if if there's someone goes even higher, you know, there's something behind that and he might as well hold out until he gets to some some money that could, you know, pay for one of the kids' college or something. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I I defer to Nick and Mike on this. I bet they'd be like twenty five grand, fifty grand. Uh, yeah, I I research the guy, see if I can find him on LinkedIn or something, see if he's some clown or if he's got a legitimate business. See where he went to college. You know, if he's got Harvard or Yale, he's probably got money that <laughs> then you could really hold him. Hold yeah. him ransom, but uh, I hope it works out for John. If, I mean, if he makes ten grand off it, and, it, and he says, "Hey guys, do domain name, YFL foot, football, or something like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Ball I, I, I can't blame him. The amount of time and probably effort he puts into it, he deserves it. Yeah. All right, let's get to some uh, some over under. First one up. 90 point season for Gronk. He's at 30 right now. Over. Yeah, I'm gonna take the yeah, over. I think he gets to 104 points. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over as well. He's definitely gonna crack, uh, 100. He's just, he's just on another level. Uh, number two. Six wins for the Chickens this year. Under. I think they go five, seven, and one. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna say they go six, six, and one. But he's gonna have some work to do, especially if he he drops this one to the Dragons this week. He's gonna. I think he still does he still two games with the brothers. Uh, let's take a look at the schedule here. Yeah, he tied the Huskers. So he has two with the brothers, one with the Dragons. Got the Mallards. Uh, you got the Eaters. You got the Eaters in rivalry week. All right, yeah. I, I just don't see how he gets the stick, but I don't know. Awesome. He's I, got the Thugs. I'll never write off the chickens. I'll get a win there. He's got the Thugs, and he's got everybody on by pretty much. So, yeah, he's going to have oh. a tough, uh, tough time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll say 5-7-1, and, and that might be generous. He might not even get five wins. All right, looking at that up the bye week, so it looks like the the Mallards and the Fudge Square off week ten was uh, no Matt Ryan, no Andrew Luck. Oof! I don't even have a backup quarterback on that team. I'll be trying out Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon. <laughs> oh, so if he doesn't get picked up this week, uh, number three over under a two hundred point season for Brady. Uh. I hate the Patriots. I just hate them. Uh, 47 points for two games. I I just don't think they'll keep this up for all 17 weeks. I mean, the Broncos have gotten off the starts like this before, and then as the season progresses, the offense kind of slows and turns into a running attack. Well, yeah, it also gets colder, and the snow conditions get worse. I mean, Brady's 38. i got to think won't be able to keep up with this, but then again, they seem to be on a mission because of this, the Blakegate thing. Uh, they, I think they just want Goodell to hand them that trophy. I don't think they're mad at like the Jaguars coming up. I just think they want Goodell to have to stand on that 
podium and hand him that trophy after Super Bowl 50. Uh, 200 points, he's, uh, I'll, I'll say under. I think he gets uh, 188. I'll, I'll take the under and say he put up 196. Number four, 600 point season for the Beans. <laughs> under. Uh, it's been a great start, but I'm just too thin and already too banged up. I mean, car was tied to stay healthy. I love how he's been a workhorse back, but I need Reggie Bush back. I don't want Hyde to get a 20, 25 carries a game. Yeah. Uh, Mario is going to definitely level off here. I I can't imagine he'll keep this up. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know where he's on a bad team. Going. Bad teams throw the ball a lot, though. Yeah. I'll... I'll, I'll under, I mean, i got to be realistic here. All right, number five. Uh, it's, I got .5 more games with uh, Larry Fitzgerald scoring multiple touchdowns. <laughs> so yeah, was, uh, I saw, I saw the Cardinals scoring all these touchdowns. I'm like, oh, God, I hope one went, at least one went to Michael Floyd. Or, you know, I expected two or one or two to go to John Brown. Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald. I'm like, what? I didn't know he was still even good. I I just wrote him off. I just figured he was an afterthought there. Yeah, I think it was his first multi-touchdown game in two or three years. I think 2013 was probably the last time it happened. And he usually doesn't score any touchdowns, so it was, that was crazy. I, I don't think it happened. Yeah. Do you think he finishes his career with the Patriots? I don't know. Uh, let's see, 32. I think Belichick's been burned by enough of these old receivers like Chad Ochocinco and Reggie Wayne. And I mean, Larry Fitzgerald would definitely come in and work a lot harder than any of those guys. You know, he could definitely take working for Belichick, but I think he's just too late in his career. And, and with Arizona having a revival late in his career, I think he just stays in Arizona and retires there. Yeah. Uh, so week three starting tomorrow night, we get the the Dragons and the Washington Football Club uh, playing on Thursday yeah. night. Which after seeing the uh, Redskins, uh, didn't need to use that name. The Washington Football Club. Um, Steve, I'm very offended. We're gonna have to redo this whole podcast or get someone to bleep it out. <laughs> I know, iTunes will definitely be uh, filtering that one out. But uh, generally, after you throw in these Thursday night games, you know, once you get into the season a little bit, you know, it was like the running games, you, you know, they're all banged up, like Jones and Morris, they both had 20 carries last week. It'd be interesting to see, you know, how the carries are doled out and whatnot. Yeah. So... Let's see if we what do we got for big week what, two games? What are the big games? What are the big games? Can we uh, get Dragon's there? Chickens, Dragon's chickens are going to be the game of the week, right? What's the, uh, the refugees playing the bear poop? No, we're going. Uh, we're going. So these aren't the, these aren't the big no games this weekend. No, because so what has to happen? Um, John wants when I make the schedule, he wants me to keep. It's so everyone you play every team in your division at least once without a buy. Okay. 
and so buys end in week 11 or something, and I don't know, just the way it works. So we we take we do two divisional, two living the commerce, and then we finish up the divisionals. So you end up playing like you know part of your schedule with the buys and part without. Okay. And I think the buys ended week 11 this year, but you know I get to schedule in before the NFL schedule, and the last couple of years they've been going 12 weeks. So it's it's tricky to figure out, but that's uh, that's why that works out. So yeah, the the refugees are playing the Eaters, which is a big game. They are two and O teams. Yeah, that's a good one. Antonio Brown versus Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, I think the Eaters pull it out. They they looked pretty good last week, putting up sixty six. You know, unless Gronk actually abuses the oh. Jaguars and Gillette. Oh boy, yeah, that could get ugly. Um, but for me, the chickens are the game of the week. You know, they chickens have to win it. Have to. They're they're in yeah. trouble. Who do, who the chicken star at quarterback? I, he's Nick Saban. Portals in there right now. I Portals. He might get a garbage down touchdown, but starting starting in New England, I think it's just oh god, this game's gonna be ugly. Uh, man, I don't know, but I guess he has to. I mean, is throwing under him. He doesn't have to. Yeah. Uh, Marshawn back home, I think Marshawn might reel off two touchdowns. I think the Seahawks are going to play with a chip on their shoulder. They kind of got screwed by the, the scheduling uh, gods or whoever did the scheduling. Uh, so I, I, I could see Marshawn scoring a couple of touchdowns, but... I, I still got to pick the Dragons here. Uh, another big one you got is uh, Merriman and the Llamas. You know, Kev Gibby and I were always on the horn with each other, and it's kind of a rivalry game, so that's a big one. Yeah, that's Definitely. a great one. I, I, the Llamas need it. I mean, the Merriman need to feel that one and one, but uh, the Llamas need this one. How, I mean, yeah. how do you feel, Ed, I mean, Stafford, what, what's the story of Stafford? Does he suck or does he not suck? I saw he got a garbage that touchdown late with the Hebron. What, what's going on with the Lions? You're the only person in the entire country outside of Detroit that watches the Lions. Well, well, oddly enough, we're doing a job for a guy. He, he's built a house on the water in Freeport. He just moved here from Detroit. He's a big Lions fan. So we were talking Lions the other day. But, uh, yeah, I was... Stafford sucks. I was surprised when I clicked on the statistics page and saw that he was sixth in the league somehow with his 24 points, but I don't know if it's just the offensive line's bad or Stafford. I don't know. I really just don't know. I feel like he's a better quarterback when Calvin Johnson's not in the lineup because it forces him to look elsewhere and he actually goes through his progressions. But he just it feels like he's just out there doing his own thing, and he's not good enough at doing his own thing. So I don't know what to do with my quarterback situation. Derek Carr was you, the other day. How do you feel about the head coach there, Jim Caldwell? Fire him. He stinks. I mean, I agree. He's a terrible him. head coach. I couldn't believe when they hired him. I was like, what? Caldwell? Yeah, they were just trying to bring in someone that was a more calming influence than, yeah. I don't know, what was that last guy's name? Oh. Short. Tim Short. 
Jim Schwartz, that's right, yeah. I mean, he was going out there to just play Jim Harbaugh, so, you know, they had to get a different QB. They had to get a different coach out there. But, yeah, the, you know, I'm going to ride and die with the Lions for one more year here because I don't think Derek Carr is ready. But, but yeah, it's the, I feel like the Mariners need to win this game, too, because they're banged up and they just, I don't know. It, it's like... The Mariners are kind of like the Eagles. It always feels like the sky's falling. If you're winning, you're losing. Just the sky's always falling on that team. Does Demarius Thomas have a touchdown yet? No. Another slow start this year. Another slow start. We need we need C.J. Anderson to bust out Monday on Sunday night. We got we have five guys going Sunday night on Monday night. So we'll know what we need to put up with points and we'll have a a chance to mount the comeback. Ah. Who do you who do you play at, who do you start at tight end? I noticed Ebron was not in there line up this week. Oh, I had Green in there. But uh and I did that last Ladarius week. Ladarius or Virgil? Ladarius. I was doing last week they're offset rivers, but uh, yeah, apparently he left with a concussion and then of course Ebron was got a TV but didn't matter because they got throttled. But uh so yeah I just learned today Green's got a concussion so Ebron is back in there. Wow. Who do the Beans play this week? Beans have got the white guys. White guys. Ooh, I hope they're 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 down one more week. Wait, yeah. who does the white guys start at quarterback? They start, uh, Bradford? Yeah. Ooh, yes. Jets are playing the Eagles. I think the Jets can shut down Bradford. I think they might be able to knock them out of the game, honestly. That guy... Man, I watched that. He might go with uh, he might go with Alex Smith on Monday night at Green Bay. He's got that for an option. Ooh, yeah, he might. Uh, uh, man, I watched the Eagles. They can't do anything. It's incredible. Uh, I hope he goes Bradford, and we'll we'll just shut shut him right down. I mean, Revis, Kamari, we'll just shut him right down. So I think I think the teams can win this game. I think we could go three and zero, but. I don't know, he's got a couple of good matches, though. Let's see, uh, Minnesota is playing... I think they're at home. Yeah, with San Diego coming to town. They can they can run on that team. Ugh, crap. And then Arizona. Arizona's got San Francisco coming to town. Uh, yeah. Bernard. Yeah, Gio Bernard's going to Baltimore. Yeah, you got a shot. You got a shot, but, again, Peterson could always have a 32-point day. Yeah. Alright, I'll leave it. Alright, well, uh, I think that wraps up our week two podcast. Um, Mike Kinsman's in town next week. We'll, we'll see if we can't get him on for a few, uh, for a few minutes. Yeah, I feel like Mike has some things to say. I mean, the buddies aren't dead yet. Maybe he said the chickens aren't dead yet. Uh, well, I don't know. Peyton Manning isn't dead yet. He played pretty well on Thursday night. Yeah, uh, if we get Mike on, the kids, put the kids to bed, and uh, he'll be he'll be coming out guns blazing. That's for sure. Yeah, we need we need Mike on the podcast. Let him air his grievances. I I feel like he he's he mad at us because we heard off the buddies and the chickens. But I need to see I need to see stuff on the field, Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You got a. All right. He's going to unload Manning soon. Someone's going to... He looked 
I don't know how he recovered for that second half, but that first half and the game before, that guy looks done. Yeah. And how can how can yeah. not cater to his system that he would want to play in? Like, just let Manning play in his system one more year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Peyton. I know a lot of Patriots fans don't like him. I mean, I think he's got to respect him. I mean, he's been such a class act all the time. He's probably the greatest regular season quarterback of all. I love Brady Manning. I want, you know, we'll get one more this year. I'd love to see one more in the playoff. Brady Manning, probably the greatest rivalry there ever was in the NFL. Uh, I'm not ready for it to end, but it looks like it's coming to an end. I know, it's crazy to think we've been, we've been watching those two guys go at it since, you know, we went to college. Yeah. Yep. All right, All right Steve, well, we'll uh, nice chatting with you. Good luck uh, watching uh, the kids alone. <laughs> All right, I got uh, yeah. Survivor. All right, enjoy Survivor, and uh, we'll catch up next week. All right, have a good night. You too. Yeah.